Lamed Hey, today is Daf Lamed Vav, number 36. In Mesachas Nidorim, we have a minor for Shalema for Hadassah Bas Ronya, Amy Bas Dvora, Michal Aviva Bas Yodis, and all else who need a refuah. And um, that's the story. We'll get right to the review. What did we learn yesterday? So, we saw actually on Daf Lamed Dalid, Rav Bar Oven asked Rav a question when a person says that my loaf of bread should be ushered to you and then he gifts it to him is it still usher? do you say that now it's not mine anymore so it's not a problem that's the question and uh, Rav said in the negative he said no it's definitely a problem that's what he means to say that it's my, what is mine now is also for you to benefit even if I gift it to you that's the idea and this is what he says. Comes along the Gemara, and the Gemara says, Akash on that. Okay? Says, you should lend, lend me your cow. And the guy makes a whole story that I don't have a cow. This is my only cow. And if I have a cow, all my property should be prohibited to you. Same thing with a cardom, a spade. Lend me your spade. And he says, I don't have one. If I had any other one, but this one, I would, I would give it to you. But I don't have it. And, I, and uh, it's us, everything should be usher. Anyway, bottom line is, of course, it, he did have another one. So the, the Isser remains Bechayev during his lifetime. But if he dies, or if he gifts it to him, so then it's Motor. So that's very clear. Kasha on Rav Shita comes along, Rav Acha, Braid Rav Hika, and he says that what we're talking about over here is not that it was Nosnalo directly, but it was meaning he gave it to somebody, gifted it to somebody else, who in turn gifted it to the person who the nether was relating to, and then it's not a problem, because once it's no longer his, because it belongs to somebody else, then all dinim become, fall off of it. That's the idea. Ravashi says that this fits into the text as well. Because we learn in the Mishnah, the words, not Nasma, but Nitna. That's the difference. Next, Shaila was Rava asked Rav Nachman Shaila. He says, Is there a din me'ila by a kona? person makes a neder, a vow, with the terminology of kona, which we already explained earlier that that's a vow that's, that, that's related to the word korban. So you're basically saying it has a status like a korban to that person. And the question is, is there a din mi'ila now that he's giving it a din hegdish? That's the question, like korbanos, or not. So he gave him, he said, the, Rav Nachman told him, there's a source for that. It talks about it. It says in a, our Mishnah, it says that uh, in a, there is, when it comes to a Shavas Aveda, returning a lost object, where there's a vow against benefiting, he says that if it's a place where they normally take a, a finder's fee for returning it, so then the Hanoah should go to Hegdish. Now, notice the words. It didn't say you're also to get that benefit. It says it has to go to Hegdish. Sounds like it really does, since using terminology of Konamos, in Mamish has a din of Me'ila. So, okay. So you see Yesh Me'ila even by Konamos. Now, uh, happens to be that that is a machlokes tanoim whether that's true or not because the ta- Tana says first first Tana says 
Tanakama Rameir says that if somebody term, uses the terminology of koinim for a loaf of bread, and he says that it's hegdish and he eats it, whether he eats it or whether his friend eats it, they, uh, uh, meaning, he, he, meaning he said it's hegdish generically. So no matter who benefits, they're moal hegdish. And therefore, because it works that way, it's, it has the same halachic status as hegdish, which is that it's subject to the laws of redemption. If you redeem it, you transfer the kedusha off of it onto something else, then you could benefit from it because it's the same as Agdish in the sense that it's for everyone. However, if he specified that I only want it to be Agdish for me and not for you, so only he would be more Agdish if he uses it and not somebody else. However, since it's only to one person, then it doesn't have a tinpedia, it doesn't have an ability to be redeemed. Anyway, that's Shittas Rameiru clearly is saying, in other words, yesh mi'ila bekoinomos. Oh. However, Chacham disagree, the Chacham say it doesn't matter. In either case, you're not Moel because there is no Me'ila by Konomos. They're arguing on the whole principle. They say Konom is just a terminology. It's an expression for making something prohibited, but you don't mean it. It doesn't really have the real effect of Mamish being Hegdish in that sense. Okay, so that is the story. Okay, so next we saw Rav Acha, Rav Ivya, said Rav Hashi, if he says, man says that my loaf of bread should be ushered to you, and then he gives it to him. The question is, assuming that we're going with the opinion like Rameir, by the way, this is one of the bases that the Ran Paskins like Rameir over here. You know, normally you have Rameir versus Chachamim, we always pass Chachamim, but we're assuming the side of Rameir because he's asking, well, who's going to be mole over here? Is it the gifter, the one who gifted it to the other person, or is it the recipient for receiving it. So, and what's the suffix? Because on the one hand, the gifter never said that it's also to himself. He said it's only Hegdish to the other party. So, what, what, I, I can't be mauled by Hegdish if it's not Hegdish as far as I'm concerned. On the other hand, on the flip side, the other person can't be mauled by Hegdish because he doesn't want a gift that's <coughs> that's Hegdish. <laughs> He's like, I only mean to receive it if it's mutter for me to receive, I didn't, you know, like he's clueless. So he's all, he does, he's no interest in acquiring what is prohibited to acquire. So the answer the Gemara gives is that the Makabal will be more behagdish only once he spends it. But the receiving of it is not, he's really not going it. But when he gives it to somebody else or he buys something with it, that's where he will be first more behagdish because. When you're Motsi Mos Hegdish Lechulin, even if you thought it's Chulin, you are Moel, so too over here, you're Moel. You don't need to realize that it's Hegdish to be Chayev for Me'ila. Yeah, it's Adra, but the more, the, the normal case of Me'ila Hegdish is Bishokik. All right, and that is the end of Lamed Hayomed Aleph. Took us to the next Mishnah. We're continuing in what is it that the uh, person is allowed to do on behalf of somebody else if he vowed not to benefit from him. So in addition, he's able to take truma on his behalf and maestros on his behalf, lidaito, to his knowledge. So Kumar will explain what that means, whose knowledge. Even he's a coin? No, it means now separating the truma on his behalf. Not yeah. for mere. I know, but if he's a coin, it's for him. Somebody else can do it. Yeah, the point is, I by me... Because he's not benefiting Let's say I coins, say yeah. I'm 
let's say I say, I'm not benefiting at all from you. Correct. And then you see my grain and you take the truma on my behalf. It's not a problem for me having benefited from you for taking the truma. Just to doing the mitzvah of taking the truma, that's not called I've got benefit. That's what we're talking about. If it benefits, you, you, you're doing the truma for me, separating it for me, right? You're separating it. I, I, I can't benefit from you. Correct. You took truma on my stuff. Oh, I, oh okay. You following the yeah. case? Yeah. We'll see more about it. We're going to get into it. Uh, right now, it's, we'll get there. So one step at a time. Okay. Similarly, if the person's a kayin, and I said I'm not going to benefit from the kayin, he's allowed to bring these karbanas, the kinei zavin, zavos, yoldos, chatos, and hashamos. And in addition, he's allowed to teach midrash, halachos, and agados, which is the Torah, gemaras, and stuff like that. Drashais, laws, halacha, agada, but what you're not allowed to teach is mikra, okay? And, uh, but he is allowed to teach the children, the sons and daughters of, of the person who said he can't benefit from him. He's allowed to teach his children Torah, uh, mikra. So that's the, we'll get to one step at a time, but that's what the Mishnah tells us. What you are allowed to do from somebody who made a vow not to benefit from you, this is not called benefiting. We'll see why not. Okay, one step at a time. So the first thing the Gemara wants to know is understanding the nature of Kahanim. When Kahanim are doing their job in the Beis Hamikdash, who are they representing? Uh, ah, exactly. So are they a shliach of Am Yisrael? Exactly. Or they're shliach of Hashem, and it's not. They're not a messenger of the of the people. Why? Who cares? What's this? Then? I mean, who cares what their role is? Who's the, who's the one in charge? Like, what, what is exactly? Why, when it, where is this relevant? The relevancy is our exact scenario. If I make a vow not to benefit from the Kayin, the Kayin is my shliach, then he is doing a shlichus for me. That's called me benefiting. But if his shlichus is not for me, but for Hashem, so then it's not called me benefiting. That's the suffix. That's why we he's want to know. What? He's an intermediary. Intermediary, right. He's an intermediary. intermediary. Right. But the question, the question still remains, is he, is, he, is he servicing me? If he's servicing me, so then he's doing something on my behalf, that's called I'm benefiting. And if I made a vow not to benefit from this coin, that would be problematic. That would be prohibited. Or he's not representing me. He's re- representing God. He's a, he's a servant of God. And he's doing God's job, you know, what God said to do. And therefore, he's not doing anything. I'm not really considered having benefit from him. That's the question. Oh, so the Gemara brought a raya from our Mishnah. Look what our Mishnah says. The Mishnah says that the Kohen is allowed to bring these karbanas, kini zavin, kini zavos, kini yoldos, chatos, and hashamos. All these karbanas he can bring on my behalf. So obviously, if he's my shliach, how could that be okay? Obviously, he must not be my shliach. Must be God's shliach. That's the proof the Gemara brings. Follow. You made a, you made an edit that you're not gonna benefit from any kohen or that specific kohen. This one. This one. This is a specific one. Right. Mm-hmm. So the Gemara. So if he represents Hashem, he's not. It's not called I'm benefiting he's not a from. Because he's not benefiting from. Right. It doesn't break my oath. You follow. He's not representing himself. He's representing the Yeah. 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 That's the story. Now, Morris says that's not a proof. Why not? Because if you look at the examples, it didn't just say every example. 
It said very specific carbonos. Yeah. If it meant every carbon, it would have yes. just said a makrival of carbonos. Period. The, the, it said kinezavim, kinezavas. What is unique about these carbonos? Could be that these carbonos is not really considered benefit. Even why? Why is that? Because in these carbonos, it's a special halacha. You don't need the das bailam. You don't need the intention. All carbonos we quote over here. The Rabbi Yechonon teaches. Everything needs das except for mechusre kapara. Mechusre kapara are people who aren't bringing a korban for atonement, really. Even though it sounds like that from the words, mechusre kapara, they lack atonement. But what it means is, is that that's the term that the Gemara uses for people who need a korban to be machshir them, to allow them to, you know, like they, they were tamay, let's say azava, azav, azava, so they, after the period of time that they they're purify, they need to bring a carbon in order to allow them to, those are the bird offerings, in order to allow them to bring carbonas or enter the base of Mikdash. That's what it means, Mechusra Kapara. This carbon is not there for, for anything but allowing them, changing their status, so to speak, permitting, bringing them to a permitted status. That's the purpose of these carbonas. Point being is, those types of carbonas don't need to by them. How do I know that it doesn't need to ask by him? It's a in the Da'at ba'alim. The owner doesn't need to know about it. He doesn't need to have in mind, have in zin, that he is being purified or being yotzi with this carbon. It could be done completely oblivious. It works even for Even a shaiti. It works for a shaiti. Right. That's what we'll see. See? Yeah. It's good. Okay. So what does that mean? Give us an example. It was a source for this. Pasuk in the Torah. Pasuk says, "Zois Tairas Hazav." Tairas is a very broad term. Tairas Hazav. Rashi and and the and the Rabbi Yochanan understands from this. It's talking about whether he's a gadol or a katan. Meaning, uh, now katan doesn't have understanding, but a katan has a bodily flow. He's tummy. The father takes care of the carbon, and now this he has no. The kid has no idea what's going on, but it changed his kid's status. So you see, when you don't need das. So you lost the connection to the person who you're doing it on behalf. So the point being, even if he is a shliach of, of the people, the no kain, it's no, no connection when you do, it's not called benefit when it doesn't require the das ma'ilim. That's the havam, That's the, the way of looking at it on the other side. Sound. The Gemara says, "Wait a second. Flow, doesn't he, is, doesn't what? he become a godl? What? If he has a bodily flow, doesn't he become a godl? No, no, no. no. From age nine and up." It's considered a bodily emission. Uh-huh. It isn't. It's a gornish. It's, it's not, it's not a gornish. Under nine, it's a gornish. But over nine, nine for a boy, and over three for a girl, it's mamish. Uh, yes. It can make her, it can have a dint. Tama, yeah. But, yeah, tama, yes. But, uh, but they don't need that. That's the point. Ah, Freg the Gemara, you're basing it because it says the word Torahs, it extends it to even a katan. Very nice. So the father's bringing it on his bath. There's no das by them. Okay, I understand that. But, but there's another passage. It says, Those Torahs are Yoledes. Now, Yoledes, by definition, has to be an adult. Because you can't have, you can't have a Leda if yeah. she's not above age. Correct. It's not possible. That's what we said. Under age, she's allowed to use, if she's having a relation, she's allowed to use contraception. Because if she gets pregnant, she could theoretically get pregnant, but she'll die from in pregnancy. It's dangerous for her. So because say, she's too young. She's too Correct. young, exactly. Too young to bear a child. It takes a lot of kaikas. So that's the, that's the situation. Anyway, bottom line is, 
Um, you can't be marbe. What's that Torah? Torah led this can't be marbe katana over there. So what's it being marbe? So Gemara says you're right. It's not being marbe katana. It's being marbe a shaita, a woman who is lacking mental faculties. She has a leda, but you want to change her status. So even though she doesn't have das, the husband brings it on her behalf. And that's the, but she's that, a gadayla. She's a regular. She is an adult, yeah. but she's still not so a sound mind. The point being is, you don't need the, it works. Does by them. So are the woman. Okay, so that's the story. Never. Pretend I'm used. No, it's not. Okay. It's different women. Okay. <sighs> it works. All right. So the Gemara that that was the, that was the, the end of that piece. The Gemara then says. Um, that it happens to be a husband's obligation. It's an interesting thing. And, and the definition goes by the husband. What does this mean? As we know, there's certain carbonos that depends on your wealth level, which carbon you need to bring. person is wealthy, he brings a more expensive carbon. person's a poorer person, brings a cheaper carbon. As I get us. It depends. It's a carbon olvio vio rate. Well, they ask you what your, you know... How what your how much money you have, and that's what that's how it gets determined. Okay. Um, now, what if you have a woman who is bringing these carbonas? Now, technically, according to the letter of the law, a woman is by definition has no money. Why? Because The husband's in control of all the money. He takes care of the money. In some families. Yeah, I don't have a family yet. <laughs> Not in my one, but okay. You have Gary, it's different. You guys understand, but <laughs> Anyway, that's the way it is. You that's think the, you have control. That's the law. That's the law. Anyway, bottom line, however, is... Bottom line is... We, defi- we define... Nevertheless, we define the woman's wealth level by her husband. Why is that? Because the husband is the responsibility for to take care of her carbonus. Of course. So, if he's taking care of the carbonus and he's rich, then she's rich. In that sense. That's the idea. Anyway, point being is, even if she is not of sound mind, the husband has all the obligations. And it's interesting that the end of that piece, when this is where we left off yesterday, end of that piece says that, it, that there's a, a pun, if the marriage, if they get divorced, so then she gives him, uh, uh, she gives him a free pass on every previous thing. She's like, at this point, even if I was Mufuyevis, a carbon from before, but from here on in, I'll take care of it myself, and not you. You, you. I'm absolving you, as my husband, of all responsibility. Can she do that? For, yeah, that's what happens. She's, it, that's what part of the. She's a shaita. No, no, th- no, you can't. No, we're talking about a, of a sound mind. It talk, not, it's a steel. <laughs> sound mind, they're getting divorced. You're right, you're not allowed to divorce a woman who's a shaita. Yeah. You know that. That's not luck. Who's a what? Shaita woman, you can't. A woman divorce. who is not of sound mind, who doesn't understand, How you're not allowed to divorce. He didn't know. Never. Yeah, he did. Okay, anyway. Kiss her, Maisa. That's the idea. All right. They met, they met the 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 All right, so we'll stop over here. I'll take it from you to today's daf. Yeah.